Yo. Yo, 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 yo. We are at season two, episode number 24 of the PlayStation Collectors podcast. And tonight, Andy comes back on the show. Welcome, Andy. Hey, fellas. Hey, fellas. What's going on, brother? Good, good, good. I can't believe it's been 20. What? I'm. Wow, my memory is really bad. I can't remember what you said like two seconds ago. 24. 24 (laughs) episodes. Wow, 24 episodes. That's um, crazy. Does that make. Almost three months of doing season two, two episodes a week. Hmm. What yeah, was I'm season fun. one? Was up to like fifty something, wasn't it? Close to fifty. Like uh, I think we got to 60, 64. So we're, yeah. we're almost a hundred episodes. Should have five more, at least. Season one. Come on. I believe. <laughs> I believe you've gotten past that danger zone of like most podcasts that get to like twenty episodes and then just completely die off the face of the earth. Well, luckily, I never shut up, and I've never, I, I, I never stopped talking. So we can go forever. You know, we can just be talking about pancakes for an hour. We'll be fine. Me and Figgy so. could both die, and the fucking podcast would still go on. I think uh, I also was when the podcast started. I was a YouTuber, and now I'm a podcaster, and don't really do YouTube videos anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could see it like that, couldn't you? All right. Sorry. But so everything that, I used to show on the YouTube channels now talked about or shown and through the podcast, you know. Yeah. We got to do um, more uh, garage shelling though, dude. We gotta get, I like. I miss those videos. Yeah. Like, walking around shopping and stuff. Yeah, I've, my phone camera's busted, so it's something that helps. <laughs> you know, I need to either take Andy with me and borrow his phone all day. Or... <laughs> you can just get a GoPro and strap it to your forehead. Nobody will notice. Yeah, people love that. It's not weird yeah. at all. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because the one time I did take that out, I got kicked out of a garage sale. <laughs> really? It's weird yeah, that people like, know what a GoPro is. Like, oh, I guess, did you have it on like a gimbal mount thing? Like a, you know, like a, uh, oh my God, guys, I'm on holidays. I guess, um, my problem was they asked me what it was and I told them what it was and what I was doing. Uh, should have lied, man. You should have said like you're a really bad alcoholic and it's the um, it's the handpiece for the interlocker in your car and like you need to take it out so someone doesn't steal it because it's Townsville. So yeah, yeah it's, it, a it's a breath over for your interlocker. Yeah. It sounds like Andy has used this excuse in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that was way too hard ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the problem with 
garage sales is like if you go to four or five of them, you don't find anything. You get so disheartened and then you're just like, why do I, why do I go anymore? And that's, that's the, the danger zone of giving up because the next one that you go to, you could find something. Especially with video games, but um, like later on in my garage selling journey, I took on the approach of, you know, I'm looking for more than just video games. I'm yeah. looking to make money. And if you're looking to make money, then there's money to be made at garage sales. You just you need to know what you're looking for. Yeah. In terms of experience and being willing to step out of your comfort zone once or twice to potentially buy something like um, I bought in, um Beyblades before. I bought a big lot of Beyblades for $20. And I made a lot of money on them. But, you know, at the time, I didn't really know if I were going to do well, if it was worth it. And I had to do my research. They're all different variants. Yeah. You know, every single one's called something. So you've got to work out what it's called. And Yeah, but, you know, now I'd be... Um, more willing to pick up a Beyblade, but knowing a Beyblade, yeah. but knowing that that stuff sells, and I know what it's called, and I can visit my old listings. And what about Tarzos? Are they ever going to be a thing anymore, or nah? Like no one cares about Tarzos. So, um, Tarzos, I had a complete set with folder, and I sold it for one hundred and fifty dollars. But I had every single one. In the full wow, like what's one a Tarzo? Uh, they used to come in chip down under in the early two thousands <laughs> in Australia. And yeah, crisp, uh, crisps. Oh, no, potato chips. Potato chips, yeah. Like, you're talking, you resold potato chips? No, 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 no. So, like, in the in the packet of potato chips, there would be these yeah. little discs. And oh, Figsy, like, weren't they usually? I know, Beyblades, there's a game. They're, like, little spinning... Yeah, they, right, these aren't discs. Right? These aren't a game. They're, like, aren't they usually Disney characters? Or they're, they're themed or something, aren't they, Figsy? Yeah, they're done after... I don't know why... Space Jam Cheetos, and shit? Cheetos guy in my head. Yeah, Cheetos. Like there are there are a bunch of different characters. It's and it's not a game either. They're just a collectible disc that you used to get. Gotcha. So like, you had to be a fat kid and eat like heaps of chips to be able to collect the whole set because you know you're guaranteed to get like different ones each time. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. It wasn't just Tarzos. Do you remember like the Simpson ones? Yeah, vaguely in my in my head, but not not vividly. I remember. Were they like also? The but they, they were the same concept, right? Just a disc yeah, thing? Yeah, same concept. Just yeah. a disc or a card or something that collected and chipped back. Card. Maybe cards, yeah. No, it just yeah. goes to show you, like, there, no matter what is it is out there, somebody collects it. And that's why it is so good to know stuff. Because, man, you know what I mean? You could be, it's just like, people collect everything, dude. And it's interesting, like, I see, like, a lot, I'd say, like, the YouTube landscape for, for like, reselling videos has changed dramatically because I feel like a lot of those reselling channels who are putting out lots of, like, flea market mm. buying, they don't, they're not doing that as much anymore either. Like, they've changed their their content into different styles of content. You know, like, Retro Rick, is, he's, he runs a damn store now. <laughs> so he does Yeah. But it's, like, okay. totally different now. You know what I mean? He's, like, going in and he's just, like, I'm buying 50 grand worth of inventory this week. I'm buying, uh, it's just like, I don't know. It's not the same. So I think um, that comes down to the individual as well. Yeah. Like, um, if you look People at Phoenix Freestyle, like look at his channel, how it started and what he's doing today. He could never be buying the lots that he buys today back when he first started because he didn't have the money. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the same. Some of the lots that I've done on my YouTube channel, I wouldn't have been able to do that when I first started because it was yeah. you know, expensive, so expensive or certain contacts that you meet down the line and different. It's got to be a little nerve-wracking to make those investments. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I'm throwing 20 grand on these <laughs> games here. The, like, not, not knowing when you get your return. and A, you don't a pretty um, 
a pretty cool one that I watched recently is by a YouTuber. His name's Jacob, I think. He's just a random dude that like opens consoles and games and stuff on camera. But he did a series called The Texas Load where he drove... That uh, sounds disgusting. I know, I know. It's called The Texas Load. And he basically drove a, a bunch of states away and went to some shops and stuff on the way and did some stuff. But anyway, his end goal was um, going to a Goodwill center and he bought literally a um, massive pallet filled with like xbox 360s and wii's and so after like the whole last two months he's just been going through all these different uh 360s that he bought and like every single one on camera he like goes through and looks at the profiles looks at the games that they play and what they had on there and trying to speculate like what type of person they were and stuff but yeah he just got this literally like 500 xbox 360s like half broken some some of them were pretty so rare, too. So many red rings. So many red rings. Oh, I think there's red rings in there, but there was some, like, really weird rare consoles in there, like um, a Kinect. I don't know if you know much about the 360, but basically, when they went from the fat 360s to the slims, which they call a Kinect 360, they changed the dashboard, and the dashboard would only change on them if you connected them to the internet. So he, he basically found this rare Kinect uh, 360 that had never been connected Long to the light. internet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's little- yeah, so I went garage sale with um, our friend Brady, and he found the 360 that still had blades on it, and he still got it. Yeah, really cool. So, like they're out there. <laughs> yeah, I proof you guys that I heard this week. Now I heard it through someone else through Facebook, so I don't know how 100 percent true it is, but this is a really insane story. So in the UK, there's a guy that does like um, buy storage containers. I don't know the full details of the story, but the story is called the one hundred thousand dollar game container. This guy oh. either found a container and he either paid a hundred thousand dollars, or that's what the contents were. Now, some of the games in there, I'll talk about in a second, but some are over a thousand British pounds. So I'm leaning towards he paid a hundred thousand towards this container. I'll try and find out more details later. But anyway, mm. this container was absolutely full of like rare and collectible and sealed video games from like the early nineties, two thousands. It was a factory sealed Rule of Rose UK copy in there. Wow. Two thousand pounds. I'm talking like mm-hmm. sealed pretty much every Phoenix game that was sealed. It was like Yeah, it was insane. Yep. Every time the I hear that, game though. collectors group were talking about it and talking about like the legitimate let's see if some of the games. Oh, that's a lot of game. that's a lot of money by hundred thousand pounds. Well, it looks like he's gotten his money back pretty quickly, like some of the stuff that I've seen like mm. sealed Jaguars, Atari Jaguars. Wow. I'll, okay. Actually, I'm going to try and get some photos up. Yeah, That'd be cool. A, It'd be interesting. There's some poor schmuck on the other end of that story who's like, I had this container full of games. And I, well, got, man, I one, got locked three. up on a bum DUI and then they stole my stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Because I would have thought most of the time people get contain like, people get storage containers. It's just uh, repossessed stuff because they didn't pay their bill. And the. Yeah, but you have to think that, like, the the companies do probably scavenge through all their stuff before they sell off the lots and take all the most expensive stuff out. I don't know. I don't know maybe what the rules are on that are, but... No, no, no. So when they sell it, they have to sell it under two different names. The one of them will be untouched. Yep. I mean, the only person... uh, I I read about the laws of this, like, like fully broken down. That's cool, yeah. Someone that bought something and they went through it. But anyway, basically... the auction house is selling it. They have to tell you if they've looked at the contents or not. 
Right, if that, right. That isn't in it, then you can take them to court. That's awesome. Yeah, because there'd be so many times where you, I could think off the top of my head where someone would go and think, "Oh, I'm going to get this awesome deal in this, you know, storage unit, and it's already been rifled through by someone, and all the expensive shit's been taken out." And well, you if get, you want to know, you know another story, I watch this guy on YouTube, and he buys them for a living. Um, uh-huh. Name not coming to me. But that's Is he a big rig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the I US, think I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, he he bought one once, and he was doing the research, and he's like, "There's not good stuff in here." I feel like I've been outplayed. And the guy yeah. he was auctioning against was really weird. So he done his research. He found a name. He looked up the name. It was the guy he was bidding against. Turns mm. out, the guy bidding against him was the auction owner. Like. <laughs> Wow. And he went to him and he's like, oh, I was just trying to buy his stuff back. And he, anyway, he, he won the court case. Yeah. Massive had, conflict of interest. Because they yeah. sold it without including that word that, you know, it was untouched and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. there are legitimacies. At least this is in the US. I don't know about Australia. I don't know about the UK. Yeah. I, and people, I, people upbid their own stuff on eBay too. I guarantee you they do that. They oh, up, yep. I, and so, like, that's why I Shoe betting, yeah. When I when I purchase on eBay now, I don't bid until there's five seconds left on the auction. Yeah, and it's my first time I bid. What I what I want to pay, I put it in at five seconds, and then they can freaking try to screw with me if they want. But the I, people, I, I, I've learned I don't I don't I don't bid ever before then. People are idiots, man. Like I buy a lot of cars from auctions and stuff, and you see like a, a, a car auction has like three days to go, and there's people in there smashing the bid button like yeah, three days right, before it ends. It yeah, like, before it ends, doing? it's like, dude, like wait until like you know ten minutes beforehand and then bid. You'll get it cheaper. Like, just dumb. Yeah, and rookie move. Rookie yeah, move. and then what blows my mind is you'll see that happening, and then the, the bid will be like up to fifty, and then you'll just search other listings, and they'll be like ten for thirty. And I'm like, you guys are absolutely <laughs> mindlessly numb-mindedly yeah. stupid. You're just like yeah. having some stupid pissing match with each other. Yep, that's and it. Yeah, but as a, as a seller, problem with that is they don't pay. If they, I yeah. have an auction where they're fighting over it, and there's more on eBay, they just don't pay. Yeah, and it's like well, that was a waste of time. If it's the only one and there aren't more on eBay, then they will pay. But yeah, like it, it sucks. I will That's never. True. I don't sell things on auction, and like unless I'm the only person who has a copy on eBay, and I know for a fact that you know things. I want to buy this game. I want to buy this game. I, mean, I probably wouldn't even want to do that. I've never come to that situation. Mm. Yeah, makes now, sense. that would be the only time where an auction in my head would actually be worth it. And I'm on the um, other end of it, where if I get a good deal, motherfuckers don't ship it. They just won't ship it. I've gotten like a couple DS games for like ten bucks. I'm like, that's a fifty dollar game. Oh yeah, and they just don't ship it. And I'm just like, oh, you bastard! Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You just say, hey, can you please send it? Can you please send it? And they just never do. And then eBay's finally like, yeah, hey, here's your money back. And you're like, okay. And and because they realize that they sold it so cheaply, it's usually like a shit shit account that's sold like two or three things. So they don't give a shit that they're gonna get negative feedback or a strike because it's not a big store. So like yeah, that's what I mean. They'll just create another account later on if they want to sell shit. That's the way it is. Well, and the, then the reasoning behind that is because big stores don't sell things like that because big no, they're not dumb enough to do that. That they probably won't get their price. So unfortunately, yeah. you're buying off someone who probably is using eBay for the first time and feels like they just got ripped off. So you know, yeah. you got two. So I can kind of understand where they're coming from. Well, they, they did, but just be a man. <laughs> they got ripped off by me. Okay, just let me rip you off. Hey, I'm a man. If I fucking put it up and someone gets it for cheap, I send it. I don't give a crap. Yeah, well, the way that, eBay yeah. works, if they want to continue selling, 
they're going to have to pay higher fees because they've cancelled a, a thing. And they have to do that for 12 months. So they'll be, in, instead of paying 14%, they'll be paying like 20%. Why do you think... You a big loss if you're going to do that. Why do you think eBay doesn't have reserves? Or doesn't have reserves? No, you can do reserves. Ah, huh, okay. I did not know that. You have to choose it when you do. Yeah. Yeah. Those it's are just, eBay isn't an option site full stop. Like if you... I don't know about America, but we got sites like um, Gray's Auctions. And it, Pickles, bit, Mannheim. Yeah, yeah. It, it works a little bit differently to how eBay auctions work. Oh man, it does. Like on cars and stuff, I get so frustrated. It's it's basically at the last ten minutes. If someone bids, it adds another ten minutes on there. So you could get into a pissing match with someone for like an hour of just like bidding, and then another ten minutes bidding, then another ten minutes. If eBay did that, that would piss me off so much. But that's no. how real auctions work. If you're buying a house and you're the highest yeah. bidder, yeah, oh, you're not going to get yeah. in a minute and five yeah. seconds. And our sniper. Are sniping apps still frowned upon, but not illegal? Yeah, they're still used. Yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely... One. I've mm. rarely been out sniped because I, I feel like I'm pretty good at putting in that bid at the last couple of seconds. Oh, I've like, been I'm sniped for sure. I'm what I want to spend, you know. So if I want if I want an item, I'm willing to spend more, then that's the price I'll go to. Yeah. That's, that's the way I look at it. Is I wait to the last minute because then I have that price in my mind that I'm comfortable actually paying. And if it goes over that, then I'm, I'm like, all right. This wasn't the this wasn't the one for me. I'm you know God bless you, sir. You wanted to pay more than that. I think you're silly for doing that, but it's all mm. yours. You know, happen a few times to all of us, and like mm -hmm. there'll be times where you'll never see that item again, and then there'll be times like um, Class of Heroes 2G at one point was the most expensive PS3 game. It was 300 US dollars, and I was bidding on a copy. And I put in, this is going to be the most I ever spent on a game. I'd only been collecting for like three years, four years at the time. And I had put in like a 300, and 300 US dollar bid. And I was all in at the time. And I got outbid. And I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm never going to get this game. Because I wasn't even willing to spend that much. So mm -hmm. I just couldn't justify it. And I kid you not, like a week later, it got reprinted through Video Game Plus. And I got it for 100 bucks. <laughs> there you go. But like things so like that man. happen for a reason sometimes, you know. <laughs> Do you believe that most auctions on eBay, when it comes to games, are job lots, like uh, actual like lots of games instead of single titles? Well, it, again, a job lot's usually someone who doesn't like. I, I would never sell a job lot unless it's just cheap stuff. So a job lot, yeah, a person who wants to sell their stuff on eBay but doesn't want to go for the time of listing everything individually, but yeah. in their head be like, if I list this. That's a ten dollar game. That's a ten dollar game. That's, I'll get everything. That's that. But in reality, that's not how it works. Nah. If you see a job lot on eBay, usually it's someone who doesn't have a very high score. Or, on the other hand, there are big businesses that, you know, work on job lots. Like I sell job lots of books. For me, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big book reseller. I don't want to spend the time to research every book, but I get them cheap, so I can afford to sell books in job lots or DVDs yeah. in job lots. There's people out there buying video games like that. And they can afford to sell video games cheap, where yeah. the margin, the cost price for that is nothing. Hey guys, I've got these photos that I was talking about from um, mm -hmm. $100,000 lot. I'll just show you guys. $100,000 pounds. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a great Cardboard game. insert. We've got some bangers. In that's all sealed. Sealed, soul divide, beautiful. Calling Resident Evil 4. Oh, dude, that slain is. I, that's the like 300 bucks. 
Well, the boxes are all perfect. That pain is so good. Able. Oh, we're dragon as well. <laughs> Metal Walker. That slain game is uh, going to be pretty collectible in the future for PS4, I think. Yeah, for I sure. It, it's that, strange it, to it, me that there's PS4 games in there. Like, it means that the person was putting things in there pretty regularly. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, recently. Yeah, recently. That's not. You still just say wow, box Jaguar CDs. Yeah. What's that top top one? Can you go back? I'm sorry. What's yeah. that Street Fighter thing? Is that a, is that a arcade stick? It's an arcade stick. Arcade yeah. Stick? Yep. Oh, that's arcade stick. Cool. I've never seen that before. And then a I box have nest. Multiple Street Fighter arcade sticks. I'm kind of intrigued by that. I I want to get a bunch of tech. Double Dragon, sticks. King of Dragons, Turrican. I'll do my research and we'll see if I can even get this person on or someone who knows about this deal. Get the full story on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to know if you pay. Like, oh, well, I mean, it's pretty rude to ask that sort of shit. But I mean, I'd be interested. In, yeah, yeah, if you paid that much or it's well, worth it, that much. it seems to be like public knowledge because random people who weren't the ones who bought or sold it were talking about it. In the mm. I doubt he paid that much at a freaking storage auction. The whole point of a storage auction is you bid low and you get to resell. That's the well, yeah. That there was well, that's a thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollars. This yep. is entirely full and there's 10 other people know, who will do the same thing and yeah how does he know like yeah, how does he know that's the thing usually they'll show people i'll open it up and i'll give people like half an hour to look at it not go through it but just look at it yeah i guess so but it depends like, on how hidden the shit is you, you you've really got to be taking a massive gamble that there's more stuff behind than what you can see is worth a hundred thousand a hundred thousand pounds is 180 thousand australian dollars that's a shit ton of money on games like, yeah so my yeah. whole game collection I, I will add though there <laughs> are some auctions some auction houses that um they list their storage units and they itemize everything so they give you a full list of everything you're buying yeah which is sus bit i know i'm buying 300 grand worth of games i'll spend a hundred thousand dollars because i can triple my money and see yeah in England, did they go, yep, when they bid? Did they do that shit? Have you seen that? No. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Australians. There's this, this horrible show in the United States called Storage yep, Words. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's literally. The bald headed dude and his girlfriend, and then the other, like, there's oh. always, like, fake fights and shit on there. I am a, I yeah. am a fan of the girlfriend. She, oh, yeah, she's, she's not too bad. Apparently, that show is fake. He's all right. It is fake. They had tons of scandals. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. T- they would like basically hey, like tell them which ones they would like put stuff in them. Be like, we're putting a Picasso in this one, boys. You know, <laughs> hey, Picasso gold. for five dollars. You know, and you can usually tell it would be like, what's in the storage unit? Clothes, underwear, old receipts. Oh, a nineteen twenty-seven scuba diving suit. Wow, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that yeah, like, uh, how did that get in? Yeah, how did that get in there? Next to my old My Little Pony doll. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, billionaires. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I'm surprised the amount of people that are putting like this crazy stuff in storage units. If that is really the case, yeah. Uh, if to trust a storage unit with like a hundred thousand pounds worth of games, you know, you got to trust that it doesn't burn down. That like weather doesn't get in there and completely wet all the stuff in there and destroy it. Like, yeah. I've only heard nightmare stories from people putting video game collections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard any good stories. Don't do it. I'd dig a hole in the backyard and put the totes in the in a backyard instead of putting them in the bloody. That's that's. Uh, I mean, so that either so that, there's 
you know, if he probably someone who ran a business, I'm assuming, who like had overstock and kept like their personal collecting. That's what it looks like. You know, I bet that person mm-hmm. bought sold games all the time or something. Like, like I don't know who who the heck buys sealed rule to rose and keeps it in a box. Oh, I, I would say yeah, yeah, it would probably be like a vintage video game shop that went out of yeah. The- Maybe, but there wasn't really doubles there, was there? The, but there wasn't doubles there, was there? Like, because it looked like someone's collection. Well, we've just seen a couple of photos, so maybe... I know, I know. But I've, I've seen storage units from game places, like, that have shut yeah, down they, and stuff. They and there's just... Fifas and a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But then again, that's not... You know, these pictures that they got on the internet, people aren't going to give a shit. They want to see the seal, the box demon crest. That's the one that they're going to show. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it, probably was, it probably was five bins full of Maddens and five... Yeah, can you show me uh, some Madden 12s? Like, you know. Speaking of FIFA, anybody played the new FIFA? Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, of course he's <laughs> No, Joe, it's not FIFA anymore. It's EA FC Sport or something. EA Sport... 24. Oh, is it? It's oh, like yeah. F- FC Club or FC. Uh, yeah, so I don't even know. It's FIFA to me. I've watched my nephew play it, and I couldn't tell the difference between FIFA and it, other than that it says FC 24 or something on the, the banners and stuff. So. Yeah, I just play that... career mode in those games, so I, I noticed a little bit of a change from the year before. The way those games work is if you play them for 10, 15 years, you realize some years they remove features, and then once things get stale, they'll put those old features back in and just start to rotate them. So, like, we've so got new Apple. features that I had back in 2012. Yeah, it's, like Apple. it's an Apple product, yeah. <laughs> what they need is they need, like, another mode, like, completely crazy, like Zombies isn't Call of Duty. <laughs> just, like, yeah, <laughs> where you've got to, like, uh, you've got to run around the field, like, and play soccer with zombies trying to eat your leg. Oh, I, I know. How about half of your players are connected like human centipedes? And they have to move all weird, and you have to still play that way. What do you think? Sorry. I need to be a game developer. You guys don't even understand what I would create. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got, got an interesting thing for us to talk about. Um, what are your guys' thoughts at the moment with um, the, the movie industry and stuff, with all these strikes with all the writers, with the uh, AI? Have you heard about that? I think I offended yeah, half it, the it chat. is really interesting. Sorry. Because, um, <laughs> like, if... Okay, so it's, if you've got an actor who's a AAA actor and they sign a role, they're going to get a lot of money. But mm. let's let's forget about them. Let's think of someone who's in Hollywood trying to make it for the first time and they go to an audition and they're like, we're going to give you $1,000 to write this line and it's going to be AI and it's going to be used forever. Great. I need a thousand dollars. That's great. But let's say this person has a big movie and they become, you know, the biggest actor in Hollywood. Well, guess what? They've already signed away that right. Yeah. And that's always gone. They're never going to make more money off that. And that's no. where people are like, hang on, this isn't securing people's futures. It's it's sort of just like a one-time thing. And then, yeah, it happened. It's like music, really. Um, it's like when people sign away music as starting artists. It happened to Taylor Swift. She signed away her first three albums and now she re-recorded them and released them again. So she got the profits and it didn't go do, to the... Do you believe that a lot of movie scripts, even game dialogue and stuff, will be written by AI in the future and that that will, su- that will make the writers of video games suffer financially and stuff because there's just no jobs for people. There'll just be someone inputting things into chat GPT and getting it spat back out again. 
if it produces quality that the audience enjoys and the audience can't distinguish between AI yeah. and genuine, then guess what? The AI mm. happens in seconds. It's easy. That's going to be what what people yeah do. can the ai so, make meaningful you know emotional connections in the script or something it's, yeah. what it's going to do is it's going to eliminate all of the mildly talented people because they will not be better than the ai in any way the ai will do just as good of a job and then yeah. it's going to create a tiny population of hyper talented people who are actually good and their stuff will be quite sought after because it'll be good yeah, no, I, I think I agree have with a you human there. Element. And yeah, and you know what? No offense, um, the writing that we're getting in TV shows, movies, and games is trash. Yeah, uh, it shit. is absolutely rubbish, beyond disgracefully terrible, and for the most part. And I'm not talking, you know, old games. There are lots of great games out there. There haven't been, but I'm not impressed by any some of the writing these days. Yeah, no. gaming You're is not fun. Wrong. Yeah. Gaming is the best out of the you know TV shows and movies art. Are, are literally like I dread hearing that they're going to make something out of something I like these days. It's not a, it's not a good thing. Like if they're like I'm gonna we're gonna remake this thing you love. I'm like oh god into damn a it. game yeah a game to a TV into show into anything into anything mm, ruined it. I, I don't I don't want to see it. Like I said like we've talked about this in the past, but it's it's just yeah. you know and uh, I, I what drives me crazy and I've said this before too. It's like it's not that they don't know how to do it well because they do. You can literally go to school for it, and they can teach. They know. They purposefully think that they know better than how it's always worked for thousands of years. They think they can do something better than what's always worked for thousands of years because they're so special. And they're not, and it sucks, and they're losing money. So it's fine. It's all going to end soon. Like, like mm. if you can tell, a lot of these entertainment industries, they're not making money. No. <laughs> Disney isn't making money anymore. So it doesn't matter what they think is going to make money. What actually makes money will be what they have to do if they want to survive. So this little fantasy that's going on in the entertainment industry will, in it's self-fulfilling. It will self-destroy itself. I don't. It, it won't work. So. Do you believe the more game developers and publishers that go to put their games straight away on to Game Pass will struggle financially compared to releasing them? like they would just to the stores yeah that's what i wanted to bring up because of what um joe just mentioned and the way games are released these days is you know studios can't just be like i'm releasing this game it's like do you want to put it on game pass do you want to put it on sony's program do you want to yep. put it in the nintendo system and have gog it you know do you want to put and, it on gog do you want yeah comes down to making games for pc too and they're now going to be considering do we make it on the unity engine if Unity are going to start charging, or other engines going to start charging for their games, it's really squeezing out little people making video games. Which is every video game started off as one person's idea, right? Like every start franchise started off as a small mm. thing and didn't just have AAA studios putting out games. They started off small first. I guess some, really in, yeah, some indie stuff still come. thrives. So I think the method will be. They'll have to like put their stuff out digitally and try to make money on Steam. That's what seems to be the place to actually establish yourself. And then they need to like make a deal with one of these small publishers, like you know, picking up, have Super Rare pick you up, or have, have you know, and put out your game and sell it that way. And then you should go on Game Pass. That should be like the last thing you do with your game. It's like when they put movies on the streaming service the same day they release them in theaters. 
that's not going to make any money. You should put it in the theater for a while, then you should put it on your stream service. This, this brings up... Sell it first and this, make money and then cheap out. Um, this brings up a really good point. So do you guys remember when uh, Fortnite and stuff was on... Was it Fortnite? What what game got removed from the Apple Store or from the Google Store? Yeah, it was because, Fortnite. yeah. So, did you guys know if that happens if you buy a game from the PlayStation Store that offers in-game purchases? Does Sony get a cut of the DLC that you make in that game? Like you have in that game? Yep, Sony will take a cut. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It probably isn't ten percent like Apple, but they'll take a cut. Wow, yeah, I wasn't really, I wasn't really thinking that that was happening in gaming. I just kept thinking of mobile platforms like the iOS and, and Android. But wow, if that's happening in gaming, that's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, and that's why they think like they pay Amazon for the web services, so that covers some of that fee and different things like that. So in Steam, if there's a microtransaction on a game in Steam, I wonder if that goes to Valve. I haven't thought of that. You should ask the dead or alive sure. people. Ah, they have like $500 of the DLC. The, uh, the train one, game, the train simulator game has like the 50 grand worth of shit. in terms of profit for video games at the moment is Tencent over in China. They, they've bought off a lot they're of stuff, haven't they? They're buying up everything. And unfortunately what it's doing, it's making a monopoly in the video game industry. And mm. we're getting stuck with these monopolies. And You know, what happens when monopolies all merge, these monopolies work together to force prices to go up as they want. Like, that's what we're going to see in the game. Oh, yeah. Did you guys read the um, the leaked thing that Xbox wanted to buy Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You know did they have that sort of money? Xbox bought Nintendo. That's uh, Microsoft. That's what do you mean they have? It's Microsoft. They, got they, have, all, yeah. they have all of them. That's, the, that's their whole their whole business model is, well, we don't have to be good. We just have we have money. You guys want you want money? We'll give you money. Just and and they still can't do it. It's t- it, they're gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna last in the gaming industry. I don't think. I really don't. Like they're gonna stop making consoles. They'll probably only offer like a Game Pass service. I think that's what the future will be for Xbox. Well, it's almost yeah. like they won't be in the gaming industry. They'll just be something that you can play your games on. <laughs> like you just Netflix. buy other people's games and you can play them on our system. We don't make. There's- there just be a service. Yeah. yeah. The streaming technology is still not there, but because of everyone's home internet connections and how far you are from servers, there's still input delay. And I mean, that's why Stadia or Stadia from Google didn't really... I mean, if Google can't make it work, you're fucked. Like, everyone else is fucked, basically. And Apple gaming consoles have never worked either. Like, that's no. the biggest companies in the world. But like, so, yeah. mobile gaming in some of these um, third world countries, countries like... China is just insane. Like, yeah, that's where the money is, and these companies go where the money is. You got to imagine the tech. We're gonna have global Starlink free internet at some point. There will literally just be internet everywhere you go soon. Yeah, it's gonna be pumped in from a satellite, and just no, no, why nothing. Just it's everywhere. So it, things will change in the future, and that's the with with with. Trying to predict the future, you always have to keep in mind that there will be some sort of technology that comes out that changes everything. Yeah. It's like you don't know that's coming, and when it does, you'll be like, oh, now we have these little magic Wi Fi key rings. Whee, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, you know, so it will happen. Like, and it, Everything and like else said, is just done too what, early. But that's the problem, Andy, is they're colluding. 
they're going to do it all at this if one of them does it and the other they'll suffer you see what i'm saying because people have yeah. choices and that's that's the problem that's why not to get but that's why capitalism is the best boys because you have a choice yeah. about what happens based on what you do with your money and they don't yep. like that that's why no. the people who run things they're not a huge fan of that because they would much rather be able to just be like buy our crap because that's all there is yeah Hey! Yeah, they would much rather that. So you know, it, it, just keep that in mind. Like it's a, um, I love the, the fact that they're going to be able to do that. So anyway, like I said, they're going to collude. It's like the same thing. Like they always, you you can see them mumbling how they want the, the price of games to go up. Like they don't want any more sixty dollar games, and they're slightly going up, and they're slightly going up. And like PlayStation did it first. And then Nintendo released like that one, you know, then, you know, Tears of the Kingdom was like a little more than the other games. And like, as long as they keep being like, hey, is that all right? What are you guys doing? If 70 is that all right? Yeah, 70, no. what, what about 80? 80, 80, all right. They're, they're going to collude. What are your game of the year editions that come out one week early going for? 140? Yeah, right. 140, 140. That's the thing now. If you put yeah. out a game a week early, you can charge 30 or $40 more. So you... games are now being released with two release dates. Do you, believe, um, crash. do you believe? Do you believe the story? Well, especially for Game Pass, because they're getting people on FOMO. They're like, "Hey, this game's going to be free on Game Pass day one." But if you want to play it when everyone else who's playing competitive plays it, you got to pay, and you got to you can play it ten days early. And if you don't, you're going to be behind the eight ball, mm -hmm. and you're not going to be able to catch up. <laughs> and then this is, a, dude. This is literally me. Three days ago with Forza, like that's literally what I did. Well, I paid 150 bucks to play it five days early, like yeah, because I yeah. buying a new game in 2023. So I wanted to talk yeah. about buying new games. So yeah, tell us all about what happened three days ago. Oh, someone told me that uh, someone reminded me that Forza Motorsports, I guess you'd call it eight, is coming out, and. Um, I just got impatient and said, like, I'm, I'm never, it's because it's an Xbox thing. I'm never going to go and buy an Xbox game because, like, Xbox consoles these days, collecting for them is almost pointless because we all know that the next console is not going to have a disk drive in it. So I just thought, fuck it. I'll throw $150 at this game to play it early. And that's what I did. I bought it digitally, which I don't usually do. I, if, I, if I buy stuff digitally, it's like things on Steam that are $5 or $4 because they're cheap and it's for the PC. But, but yeah, 150 bucks on, you know, you know, like stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's stupid. I've been watching yeah. all these videos lately of people who have been like taking cars and chopping them up and making them into racing sims. And damn, am I jealous? Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, oh, I've seen that. God, dude, um, I've seen some of these, and I'm literally like, I could see my girlfriend like, don't even think about it, motherfucker. No, no. <laughs> Why are you looking at garages? Why are you going to the? What are you? No. Um, <laughs> it's like land rooms, and they got a full cabin there, and it's like yeah. I, I've seen the extreme end of that. I've seen a Boeing 747 cockpit, like, cut and then stuck in someone's garage and then, like, projectors and stuff <laughs> on the on the wall yeah. in front of them so, like, you're flying. So, yeah. Uh, that That's is... Awesome. I... God, God bless you, man. <laughs> We're putting in the time and effort to do something so stupidly wonderful. <laughs> I just appreciate you. And man. annoying you other half. Cool. Well, I wanted to add on what Andy was talking about in buying a new game. So, I, I bought the new FIFA game digitally. And usually I buy the physical copy and I stick to that even though 
you know, it's getting into the era where that's not really a thing. I've still been buying my PS4 copy. Yeah, and you want to resell it too. You usually resell it, don't you? Like you usually buy the physical resell. And I wanted to get a PS4 copy. It was going to cost me a hundred Australian dollars, and that was the cheapest I could find. And I'd have to play it. It was ten days later from when it came out. I just bought the $125 digital edition. And I, I, I didn't even feel guilty when I did it. Where didn't. In the past, I used to feel guilty buying like yeah. $5 digital item. It's like, yep, that's... Doing oh, it man. And that's how you do I remember it. when they released the first digital mount in World of Warcraft and all hell broke loose. <laughs> People were like, what? <laughs> it was like the biggest thing. Like everybody, like people were quitting and flaming yeah. the forums. Well, I mean, everybody yeah. flamed the forums all the time. But oh man, and it's like now it's just like people are like, yeah, I bought the hundred dollar battle pass so I get the pink underwear. <laughs> yeah, and I'm paying five dollars <laughs> to open all these loot crates and shit like, each time. Like, yeah. Oh, well, the loot crate thing's a whole other phenomenon because now you're tapping into people's gambling, gambling, and, and yeah, you know, and stuff like that. And that's very manipulative, and that's actually abusive, and predatory. Because oh, yeah. Oh, there yeah. are people out there that don't know they have gambling problems. They don't know that. And so they well, find there's out. children out there that are playing these games and they're getting addicted to it. Oh, 100%. I watch my nephew play um, FIFA and he's got credits on there. He's opening up packs on there and it's gambling. Like he's, and, you know, he's 15, 16 years yet. old. <laughs> FIFA's disgusting. Like FIFA, in some countries, they can't do that. Like, I, I believe yeah. it's Norway that's not allowed to do gambling. Good. Good. That if they're showing like a soccer game on TV, gambling is advertised on the jerseys. The game won't be shown. That's yeah, Australia is terrible for that, man. <laughs> we're, we're so bad. Sports bet and all that shit that comes up when you're watching footy, it's just, and you just bombarded. It's like cocks in your face, basically. It's just betting ads. I believe per capita we had number one in gambling. Oh yeah. And that's mm. it's. I remember like friends who like. The teams they liked would win, and they'd be mad because they didn't win money because of the gambling. Like that's the stuff that I, they'd be like, "Your favorite team would win, but they didn't win by enough points or something. And they didn't make the money, so they'd be pissed off." And I'm like, "Dude, are you having fun? Is this fun? Are you insane? Why are you doing this?" <laughs> like, I, I just like I just to me, I would rather go find some freaking games and flip them on eBay and make money and be like, "Hey, yeah, that to me is way more exciting." But that whole that the stuff that you know, gambling is its own thing. I don't have the addiction, so I can't believe it. They do that a few times, and then the one time they get a win, they get a big trigger of dopamine. Yeah, yeah they believe that they've, they've, they've won, again, yeah. yeah. They can't get the same win. They have to have a bigger win. And then when they do have that bigger win, they get that same feeling again. And to chase that same feeling, they got to have an even bigger win. And they'll do this self-monologue thing where they'll justify, I just spent $1,000, but I've won $100. I won $100, but I only had to spend $1,000 to win this $100. So I'm up. I'm up, baby. Yes. Not if me. I just have one more, it's all good. We're all good if I just have this yeah. one more. The kids can have Weet-Bix for fucking dinner for the next week. It's all good. All right? The kids can eat Fruit Loops or fucking whatever. What are American? What's, you know, the kids can have Captain Crunch for fucking dinner for the next two weeks. It's all good. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. If I lose $5 on a scratch ticket, I throw up in a dumpster for 20 minutes. <laughs> just like, I can't even, like, if I lose a quarter in my back seat, I'm like, no! Just like, I'm, but I'm, yeah, a, it's... I'm, I, I'm the first of it. I am cheap. I am, like, I do not, I am tight with my money. I'm not, I have money, 
but like I ain't tight with my money. When I buy games, I am that bastard who will fucking lowball. I will not lowball people, but I will haggle for five dollars. I will try to get the best yeah. deal. It's like part of the fun to me. And if you won't hmm. haggle and you won't play and you won't deal, I will not buy from you. I just will yeah. not. I won't. Especially if you're selling on Marketplace or eBay. You know, I assume everyone knows if you post something on Facebook, you post it for more than you actually want. Yeah. I'm not playing that yeah. game. I'm like, if you put 150, I'm just going to say, what do you want? You want 100? What do you want? What is your realistic price? Because I know you're posting it for more than you'll take. So just tell me. I don't, want, I don't feel like playing this game. And if we're like, no, that's the price. I'm like, well, you're dumb. You should have asked for 200 then. I don't even know what to tell you. Goodbye. I got yeah. this really like porn shops where sometimes I'll walk in and I'll just want a deal. And if I don't get the deal, even if it's like a dollar off, I won't buy anything. Yeah. I yeah. won't get it. Same yeah. thing. Some people have no concept of, of haggling and, and the worst is like when it's an eBay seller that has a lot of feedback and, and sells a lot of stuff and you know, it's a $50 game and you put in an, an offer for like $48 and they just don't like counter it at all. They just completely ignore the offer. You're just like, well, fuck you then. Like, you know, Why it's $3. Don't put yeah. like, like yeah, I have, don't take offers. There are things on eBay like I don't care about. I'll take whatever the hell I'm going to get offers on. And then there's stuff on there that I'm like, this is actually slightly hard to get. It's It has value. I'm not taking offers. This is my minimum price. And I put it for the minimum. I mean, I, I want more than I sell it for, but mm. I'm not taking offers. If I put a game that's worth 50 for 30, suck it up. You, you're paying 30 or more. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what I'm, but I do that on purpose. I always price my games a little cheaper because I want them to sell. I, I, I'm like, I'm not like uh, Figsy who's trying to do it for like a living. I'm just like, I get this crap out of here. Get it out yeah. of my room. I need it gone. Yeah, yeah virtual you know, garage sale, I'll, basically. I'll, I'll do things completely differently. I price everything 20% higher than what it sells for. And then I permanently have a coupon that's between 15 to 20%. So if you buy anything, Eight? you're instantly getting 15 to 20% off. And you think it's a good deal, but really, that's just the normal price. However, if I, if I don't, if I price things 20% cheaper and took away the coupon, I have less sales. So I psychologically, yeah. people need to be getting a discount getting it yeah discount. so basically what you're saying figsy is you're an emotional manipulator and um that's how you get in your sales <laughs> no that's just how i've learned over <laughs> over multiple years that's a sales tactic and it's smart yeah it's it's exactly yeah. it yeah that's you know that's why every single weekend super amart or whatever the furniture shop has plenty a sale on sale 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 I'm like well you got a fucking sale on every weekend like we, we know <laughs> yeah, it's dude. a sales tactic <laughs> i get you know that true it's just your normal price that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. true classic t-shirt sends me an ad every three days that they're 50% sales about to end for like two years. I'm like, oh, yeah. every day now, guys. They're like, it's like, I'm like, oh, you're not charging $50 per t-shirt? You're only charging 25? Like, that's not a sale, idiot. Get out of here. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like, do that all the time. But that <sighs> is key. And then in saying that I don't expect, like, everything to sell, so I'll go through... And eBay have a eBay have a 30-day cycle, so every single day I'll go through my items that are ending in the next 24 hours, and I'll reduce. Oh, uh, okay. Five percent. So yeah. after a full month, every single item in my store has been reduced by five percent, and then I have a price threshold of, okay, once an item gets to this price, I remove it from eBay, or if it's been on eBay for three months at this price, I'll remove it from eBay. That way, I don't have dead stock left in the store. And what do you then usually do with it if you remove it? Different. Um, so depends on the item. If it's um, clothes, I'll remove it and donate it. If it's video games, I remove it and sell it to a pawn shop. Uh, if it's DVDs, I remove them and sell them in lots, depending on the genre. 
Yeah. Uh, all my books sense. I've been removing, putting in a big pile, and I'm going to do a big Facebook lot of novels and try and get like $100 from them. It depends on the item of what it is. Yeah. There's some things that I'll remove, um, like Skylanders, for example. I've been removing all my Skylanders and putting them all in a pile because I'll sell them for $12 a pop and it's $11 to post. But now I've got like 10 of them I've removed. Once yeah. I remove the rest, I'll sell them as a lot of like 20 and I'll probably get $50 for them. I was, you know, just, Skylanders yeah. are interesting to me. Like, I see them all the time, and I, I don't have interest in collecting them, but I've always thought, like, I should be picking these damn things. Yeah, yeah, I same. always felt like I should just be grabbing them, because, you know, sometimes you'll see people, like, they'll have 100 of them. They're like, eight bucks. Mm. I don't care. And I'm just like, I just have a feeling if I throw those in a bucket in 30 years, there'll be some guy like, I need my freaking Skylanders, and I'll make a fortune. I really Is it the games that are worth the money? That are free for five hundred dollars. The big the Switch games go for like a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, really? you taught me that about the games. Oh yeah. man, yeah. I got to start jumping on that because I see that all the time. I see like, like lots of Wii U. Like it was a Wii U thing too, right? Was that a Wii U? Yeah, but the Wii U yeah. aren't not worth anything. It's a Switch and oh, PS4 and maybe that's what some of the Xbox One titles. Maybe not all of them. Some of the 360 ones are backwards compatible. What about Amiibos? Are they worth money or not really? Yeah, Amiibos, are, Amiibos are worse. Like, Amiibos okay. are Nintendo. So they're like, yeah. if this is exclusive to a Zelda game and, you know, only a certain amount came out and the Zelda game just came out, the Amiibo is like three, four hundred. Yeah, and then the, did you did you know what they did on the... I think it was uh, Twilight Princess. Like, the Amiibo that they came with, it gave you like the ability to like to like fly around and move faster or something yeah or you could like warp out of dungeons i can't remember what it was you got some amazing quality of life improvement from buying it i was just like what the that's wrong and that's why now that uh twilight princess box with the amiibo is worth a fortune dude Which i feel I like breath of the wild way. had a fast travel amiibo mm. maybe it was uh, that one. maybe that was the wolf or that one or something I don't I'll know. admit in, in Tears to the Kingdom everyone's like oh it includes that amiibo that didn't come with the first one I, I obviously didn't play the first one mm. um, I'll admit I cheated with uh, not Tears of the Kingdom with um, uh, Breath of the Wild by going on AliExpress and buying like 50 blank RFID cards and then getting an old Android phone and actually loading the Amiibo data onto each of the cards. And then, like, I was just scanning him onto the console. So I think I got, like, um, what's the... the uh, I got the um, horse from Ocarina of Time in uh, in Breath of the Wild and a bunch of other stuff. So every time you just, you just go through... Yeah, a, a Pona. But you just hit there scanning these cards and getting free shit. And it's, yeah, it's terrible. Can we make that a quick question? Can I get a point for that? Can I just get it? <laughs> <laughs> I always name all my horses uh, Artex. You guys ever seen Neverending Story? Just because no. I like emotionally traumatized people. You've never seen that? All right, never mind. You won't understand. I always I name, name my video game animals after my own pets. It's always just been a thing my whole life. So you want to ride your dog around? <laughs> I ride Octavia around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Call him the RSPCA. This is a movie called, it's called The Neverending Story, and it's just like an old fantasy movie, and there's this scene. Oh, we know that, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, there's this, the guy, uh, his name is, his horse is named Artex, and there's this really traumatic scene. I'm smart, spoilers, guys, you haven't seen Neverending Story from 1988 or whatever. Um, the horse <laughs> dies in the mud, and the guy's, like, trying to pull him out of the mud, and he, like, <laughs> dies, and, like, Actually, it was. yeah. 
dull, traumatizing as a little kid, dude. Is it quicksand like, that he sinks into? It's like mud, yeah. It's like yeah. yeah. I think I know yeah. what he's talking about. And yeah. then, like literally, like I always do that just because anybody who like is familiar with that has gets like instant PTSD when they see that. They're like, oh, why would you bring that up? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys ready to play some Pigsy quiz? Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's do it. The quiz. Let's do it. Skyward Sword Amiibo, Jason. Thanks. Yeah, I knew it was. I, you know, Amiibos is uh, Amiibos is not my. Yeah, it's a foreign sure. thing to me too. It's another Before one of those start, things where the um, chat store up. I'm scared to start because I won't stop. One of those things. I don't. I don't start collecting things these days. And there's so many of them for so many different games. So. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So we have leading on four points, Jason Trickster. Down oh three boy. points, we've got Mario, Mario, and Banfi. Boom. On two points, we've got Cyrus and the Collectionist. And on one point, we've got Windy Corner TV, Jimmy J, Lulu Girl, and West. The first person to five points gets a video game. Jason, you are this question away from winning a video game, so good luck. I have a, right. I have a question for you. Did you mind if I ask? When, when someone gets five points, are you going to reset everyone's scores? Um, we will have to talk to Pavel because it was Pavel's idea. So. Okay, I'm just yeah. we'll reassess that, we and we'll, we will do something new for chat though. So, in, we'll... in case anyone wondering, we don't know what the hell's going on either. So, don't be upset when the rules come out. <laughs> <laughs> but it will most likely be a case of points being reset and a new competition. That's, yeah, that would make more sense. So. Unless you've got a lot of games. Oh wait, you guys want Elder Scrolls Online? I got. If you want, Figsy, <laughs> I got him. Just let me know. We can keep one, <laughs> one point. Anybody gets the question right. Aren't they like pieces of shit that cost like a dollar or something at yeah. GameStop? And the expansion them, packs and shit? I bought them as replacement cases. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Replacement cases and I got boxes of Elder Scrolls. Far <laughs> right, Jack, out. Your question this week, we are looking for the video game. Need the full title, first person to answer gets the point. Banshee said I would take one signed copy from Joe. <laughs> Alright, there you go. You got it. Signed, keyword. Elvish. Ah. Uh, Andy, Joe? Are we going to volunteer on who would like to go first tonight? Andy will go first. I volunteered him for him. Okay, okay. And before <laughs> we start, I can reveal Mario has correctly answered this week's quiz question. Ah. Last day of June. Wow. Mario oh, that was pretty good. Point. Well done, Mario. That's good. I thought the flower might be like a separate picture. Yeah. I was a little thrown off there. Um, very cool. So Mario is now on four points, guys. We have two contestants on four, two uh, viewers on four points. So it is. GG. Uh, <laughs> All right. Exciting. So Andy will be going first in the quiz. Yep. You'll be going second. Let's get this show on the road. So question number one. Andy, what was the first limited run game release? Was it Breach and Clear, Saturday Morning RPG, Oddworld, or Fimbleweed Park? Uh, Oddworld? Incorrect, Joe? Uh, it was Breach and Clear. Oh, damn, I was going to say that. Correct answer. Breach and clear. Joe takes the point. All right, question number two. Joe, this What's one's it? for you. 
first PS4 one. What was the first? Was that was that a Saturday morning? Saturday RPG? morning RPG. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I was confused. I was a little confused. Joe, what was the first super rare game released? Was it the Flame and the Flood, Shelter Generations, Human Flat Fall Flat, or Worms WMD? I think it was the Flame and the Flood. Incorrect. Andy? Uh, Worms? Incorrect. It was mm. Human Fall mm. Flat. I've believe worms was second worms yeah, is damn. wicked expensive now i think yeah crazy because you can get it on ps4 for like for nothing bucks. for nothing yeah <laughs> there's a few idiots of, i don't know so the, the first few super rare releases i was just like these games like that just the snake one you know what i mean you've seen that one that's worth so much money now well like nokia oh, snake i could have bought it i was just like i just uh, don't want to play it now I'm kicking myself. If it's not your snake, I mean, and, went, eh. and now it's like, oh god. I yeah, exactly. Even the early limited run Switch games are all expensive. It's crazy, mm. and they're all like reprints of PS4 and Vita games that they've already done. Who would have thought that a FOMO product would become expensive at some stage? Right? <laughs> all right, moving on to question three, Andy. This one's for you, Andy. I'm going to show you fictional language. You have to tell me what Vita game it's from. Okay. Uh, is that from Wind Waker? I'll give you the point because that is the Highland language from the legend. Yeah, boy. Question number four, Joe. Game designer Jordan Mechner digitized videos and photos of his running and jumping brother who climbed on various surfaces. Jordan later used these actions in the 1989 video game titled Which says 89 Prince of Persia That's no that was older than that no gosh all right well I already said Correct it Correct answer is Prince of Persia Oh yes oh, yes Cuz <laughs> Prince of Persia is yes. in the Commodore 64 game isn't it before you talk yourself out of it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Prince of Bed. I was thinking... Nice one, Jay. Like, oh, dude, that was not good for me. Good guess. I knew that. Easy. Yeah. All right, quick score update. Joe's got himself an early lead of two points, and he's right behind on one point. Still anyone's, anyone's game. game. Yep. Moving on to question number five. Andy, I'm going to show you a D-make. You have to tell me which video game has been D-made. <laughs> so this is an Atari version of the game. Uh, <laughs> Halo? That's a good guess. That is Halo. Yeah. Nice, yeah. dude. Nice, dude. That's really good. Not what I was going to guess. What were, what were you going to say? I was gonna say Common Rider, you know the guy. Ah, uh, uh, no, nah, I saw the little things in the ground, and they're like they reminded me of the little no people that you kill at the start. <laughs> All right, Jack. Question six. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna play video game music. Yeah. Um, you have to tell no. me. I'll take what video game or video game series this means. <laughs> I'm so bad. Mm. I'm a musician. You think I'd be good at this?
I, I, I love it, whatever it is. Freaking creepy as hell. We'll open the question up to Andy as well. Um, I'm going to... Dude, I don't know. No idea. Zero, zero clue. Oh, in any video game series. Walking Dead. Not the Walking Dead. Andy? Uh, look, I, I have no idea, so I'm just going to take a stab in the dark. Is it from... Uh, Sounds like a Telltale game. One of, one of the Metal Gear Solid games? Interesting, but not Metal Gear Solid. So that was from when you go into a certain Pokemon town called Lavender Town. And that's the oh, no way. I am. Oh, like, okay. My, my Achilles heel is Pokemon, let me tell you. I just don't know. But that, that would be like an 8-bit... That doesn't make sense. That doesn't sound like an 8-bit song. Anyway, I, I it got remade. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's like not the actual song that you'd hear on a. Like, yeah. I think Lavender Town was. Oh no, it was Red and Red. red yeah, so like old eight-bit sound. Um. All right, moving on to question number seven. This one is for Andy. So this next round is going to be our covers again. You have to work out the covers from the photos. Yep. Andy, here's your cover. Oh my God. <laughs> oh! <laughs> hey, um, wait up. Is it Chrono Trigger? They're all like that. Val, what are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> Could yeah, be worse. We have to skip this round. Yeah, we have Could to be worse. Li- Someone didn't fucking put the answer on the screen. <laughs> I got the answer as well, so it wasn't my fault this time. <laughs> I can't show Joe's either because... It says it as well, so I'll just save that one. What about what? What happens if I just do this? So I can't see it. I've already seen it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but like for the next one, I'll just put my hand right. there. And like... I was on holidays at the moment, so this quiz was made on a train. He can be forgiven. Yeah. We will yeah. move on to question nine, and question nine is the big question of the week. I can reveal there are eight possible points to be up for right. question Okay. Nine. We're going to look at video game gonna... boobies, and you got to tell us which waifu it is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that um, there's a now mole on the left really titty. Uh... Uh, Andy, you're going to go first. You're both right. tied. But um, right. Joe's got a better win rate than Andy, so I'm going to put Andy up first. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Now, this week, you guys are going to be guessing video game maps. That's cool. Uh, Good luck. Okay. Andy, you're up first. Okay, uh, then, okay, uh, so the 1996 is Donkey Kong Country. That is Donkey Kong Country 3, correct? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 1991 is Super Mario World. That is correct. Joe takes the point. Andy? Um... Nineteen ninety one has that been answered? Yeah, I just got that yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, piece of shit. <laughs> um nineteen ninety, is that um Zelda Link to the Past? That's correct. Andy takes yep. the point. 
95, is that Chrono Trigger? That's correct. Joe takes the point. So the entire right side's been done. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> 2013 looks so familiar. Yeah, it does. I was thinking about it, okay, 2013. Is that... Um, Grand Theft Auto 5, but flipped. That's Grand Theft Auto 5 sideways, correct? Yep, cool. Yeah. Dude, I don't know any of the others. I don't know the rest. I really don't. Um, 2013 was the only one I had a clue on, and I would go still wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 2015 is freaking gorgeous. Whatever it is. You look at 13, you can see the 5 in the bottom hand corner, too. Yeah, I do see that. Um, I'm going to say 2015 is Nino Cooney. Incorrect. Joe got his first strike. Andy? Okay. Why does that logo at the top of 2015 look familiar? It's. You guys have probably played all three of these games you're trying to guess. I'd be surprised if you haven't played either of them. It look familiar. <laughs> uh, is 2015 uh, Breath of the Wild? Incorrect. Andy for the no. strike. Okay. Yeah. It's 1999 Silent Hill because it says Silent Hill on it. 1999 is Silent Hill. Okay, it says it in the top left. Oh, for so, fuck's know. sake! I did not see that. I did not. Oh, I hate you, Joe. Yes. Ow. That's been on the screen for five minutes. If you know. Oh, you no. saw the five yeah. on that Auto, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I, I didn't see that. I didn't. Take it. Let's go. And I just want to reveal, with two maps remaining, the scores are locked at five apiece. Oh, come on. Five. Well, what are we going to do? Because I don't know anymore. I hope you do, Andy. Um, you better know. I'm going to just pull something straight out of me, uh, out of me ass. It's 15 uh, and 18. 2015. Is 2015 a Far Cry game? Incorrect. And he's got a second strike. Yeah? No, for God's sake. Is 2015 Dragon Quest? Incorrect. I'm out. He's got a second strike. Oh, that's one of my second? Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, Nino Kuni. So the only ones left are 2015 and 2018, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe stop thinking about the map and think about open world games that came out. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, that's in, what I'm trying to think. In 2018, I'm thinking, what came out in 2018 that was an open world game that has a map like that? Barbie, I think it is. That's what you want to say? You're just trying to make me fail, which is most likely going to happen. Pretty sure that's um. Feel this, Andy. That's okay. It's another Pokemon game. Is 2018 uh a Pokemon game? 
Incorrect. Andy's all out. Joe? All right, here we go. For all the marbles, and I have no flipping idea. I'm just thinking of what games kind of came around or out around then. So I'm just totally guessing, and I don't even know if this game came around on them. But I'm going to say it's Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. Uh... <laughs> no, I don't have the maps to reveal, but I will reveal the 2015 map. It was from The Witcher 3. Ah. Uh, oh. That's so pretty looking. I just didn't. That yeah. game's dark. So the way that map worked is you had to mm. pick the different regions, and that sort of sent yeah. you to another map. It was like the, the hub world. I yeah. actually have I have not played that. And then 2018, Andy, I'm really disappointed you didn't get this because 2018 is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, shit. The Sepia map was a good hint. That's a, yeah. The, yeah. The 2000, I mean, Red Dead Redemption, you don't usually see the map that largely. So, so what's yeah. the tiebreaker? What do we do now? No, I do have a tiebreaker question. I just, oh, good. Um, uh, re right. It's been, been up for a while, so I'm trying to refresh myself on what it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> So let's throw the question up here. So, Kirby first came out in what year? 1994. Incorrect. Andy? <sighs> hey, Google. No, Shut up! <laughs> if I hear Alexa... <laughs> no, I don't have anything Googling now. Um... <clears throat> I'm just trying to work. I'm trying to think in my head if um, Kirby was a NES game or not, or if it was a SNES game or a Famicom game. So. Well, I don't know. See, I know a better idea of when it came out in the America, but I'm just assuming this crap came out in Yeah, this is the first appearance of Kirby, which yeah. okay. may have been called Po Poo Poo. Okay. I think a giveaway at the top is this it says Game Boy. So I'm going to probably say 1988. These are both pretty evenly off, too. It was 1992. So, guys, oh, wow. this week's winner of Exit Quiz, it's a draw. You both win. Congratulations. Oh, I was two years off. I thought it was whoever was closer. Nah, one of the years. Only take Yeah, but you would usually do whoever's closest if it gets a release date. We are having a draw, guys. We've only ever had. Two draws in the entire history of Fig's Quiz. We have now had our third draw. Absolute marvellous moment in history. That was good stuff, man. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for playing. And congratulations, Mario Mario, on nailing this week's quiz question. And, um, awesome job, bro. Yeah, we could have a video game going away next week. We've got two two viewers on four points. And thanks again, Pavel. That was awesome. On smashing out the quiz on a track. Even if you fucked it up, it's all good. You know, if I, if I got my, my picture, my picture game question, just saying, just saying, I'm the king of that. I'm I mean, I, I should have gotten Chrono Trigger. Like, I did get that correct. So, technically, I won. You probably yeah. would have. <laughs> well, yeah, of course you got it correct. It's not the answer. <laughs> you read the words. You got it incorrect. You don't get a point for reading words, sorry. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> the maps are really cool, but that was one of my funnest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mad. So good. Well, me and Jay talk about what we play all the time. Andy, what have you been playing the last couple of weeks? Uh, and how's the new Forza game? Tell us all about that. The new Forza game is disappointing, but also good at the same time. Um, obviously, everyone knows that Forza games are basically like FIFA games and Madden games, where it's just it's the same. You can't really change racing car games that much to make them revolutionary and stuff. Um, 
The new Forza game has something going for it where uh, it's got a new reward system for upgrading the cars. So in most Forza games, you get given a lot of things at the start, like you get given money, you get given cars, and you can just go in and upgrade the cars to whatever spec you want straight away. In Forza Motorsports 8, it sort of teaches you to have to drive the hell out of a car before you can get the parts to upgrade it. So like if, say you've got like a little Subaru, whatever it is, you start off with doing a bunch of laps and you'll be able to upgrade the brakes and the sway bars on it, but you won't be able to put any power into it until you keep racing. So it encourages you basically to drive and stuff. I found myself with this problem in older Forza games where you get given everything and you just get bored because like you can get a shitbox car and do all these mods to it and make it really fast and then you're just like, oh, what now? Like there's, there's no grindiness to it. So yeah, they've added an aspect of grindiness to the game that I think people will enjoy because you won't get bored as fast. You just, yeah, you got to work it. It's like Gran Turismo is. Gran Turismo is like that. It's grinding. I love the grindiness of like Gran Turismo for yeah. Yeah, you, you buy a shitbox used cars. And, car, it felt good because you earned it. <laughs> yeah, but Forza games have a, a bad reputation of, you know, spinny things coming up on the screen. You win like four or five cars at a time and you just there's so many cars to choose from. It just becomes overwhelming and you just go, oh, I'm not on play anymore. I've got everything, you know, so. Dude, I remember back in the day, my friends, uh, my friend had Forza on 360, I think. And all we used to do is try to make like really offensive bumper stickers. <laughs> the store. Yeah, they've got they've we got signs. Seriously, like really offensive ones, dude. It was great. But if you could like get them before they were banned, like you could keep them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you, if you got them from somebody else and then they got banned, you could keep the one they made. Well, like the. So I mean, it's like, not really. You saw one up there that was really inappropriate. Everyone tried to get it because it was going to get pulled down. It's not really offensive, but one I had for the the most recent Forza Horizon Mexico version was um, there's a truck in there and you can put Border Patrol stickers and stuff on the side of it. And yeah, they got taken down pretty quickly. So. <laughs> Fake taxi on the on the side of taxis and stuff. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man, it was fun when you used to be able to have fun. Um, but other than that, I finished Starfield. Um, and yeah, there's an, I won't give any spoilers to it. Um, I My advice to people that are playing Starfield is uh, don't rush the main story. Just enjoy doing what you want to do. And if there's a side mission comes along, just do a side mission. Don't rush the, the main story and just enjoy the game at your own pace. Don't feel like you have to finish the main story first just yeah take it take it um as it comes when it comes to missions and stuff just yeah if someone offers you a side mission just do it and yeah i feel like we played that game completely differently we did we did yeah i rushed the main missions and regret it and i wish i did what you did what you're doing so 120 hours in and i i I don't know if i'm halfway through the main story or not because Mm. i just do it i i just walk around the map and i don't look up missions i just Oh, I've wandered into a mission. Suddenly, I'm doing this mission. Oh, I just yeah. wandered into another one. I think I that's the way the to do it. Like, oh, this planet's got another mission. I'll go and do that one because I'm at the yeah. area at the time. That's how I'm playing the game. Oh, I haven't fully discovered this area. Let's work on this planet. And then I yeah. do that planet. Let's do the moons while I'm here. Or oh, there's another planet over there. Let's go and do that planet. And it's got a moon. Let's go and fully scan that moon. Yeah, I, I rushed it, and I'm I'm having trouble with motivation to go back now and play it because I finished the the main story and it's sort of like ruined. Oh, Not ruined. You gotta the make game, a new but... character, do a different build, do a different. Build yeah, you can do a different build. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to 
do it. I, I remember like um I think I've been told you this like the first time I played Skyrim, I was like I just tried to do every single possible yeah. everything you could do with one character and then like I realized I'm like that's not how you're supposed to No perks <laughs> you're just perks. To play yeah. half of it and then play another character as a yeah. thief and then see the other half and then be yeah. a wizard and see all that crap and then be a knight and you know but I was like, No, I shall be a two handed wizard thief arrow shooting yeah. <laughs> assassin that was just like so stupid that, um, i'd like to get andy's opinion on so like i i love the game and i'm not not enjoying it at all but there's something about the game that i don't like is it's really easy like i don't i don't know if i'm playing it on the wrong difficulty level or what but I, i've only died like what 10 times in 100 and something hours yeah I the, feel the, like i'm ever really challenged where the combat is relatively the combat is relatively easy like med packs and stuff you can pick them up everywhere so like it's not really but then again uh, like with skyrim it, it is it is a very skyrim yeah, feel like feeling game skyrim. it's skyrim is pretty easy as well without dying so yeah it's i think it's, it's not, not enjoyable though because of that no reason. Then, no 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 it's definitely I, not but it's not it's like not the um rpgs where like it doesn't have boss like i found one boss i wouldn't even call it a boss it doesn't like have boss battles where like i like those jrpgs that have boss fights that you get stuck on no yeah, it's not a roguelike well it's not a roguelike really is it like it's not a it's yeah it's definitely not like high level planets but i've even been to planets that like i'm not scaled to be at this planet but it's easy <laughs> One thing I guess is hard is from, well, okay, it's the combat and stuff for me wasn't, um, wasn't hard, but for me, I found it, um, I found it hard to get XP points to level up. Like I, I finished the game and, um, I'd only just unlocked the first row of perks and stuff in the skill thing. Does that make sense? I I would argue that they designed the game to be played like me so like yeah I, exactly so that just proves that's how it's supposed to be played i've unlocked certain things that i'm using it in the campaign and like if i hadn't unlocked like down the bottom of the skill tree i wouldn't be able to for example there's like stealthy missions that you have to unlock certain things and if you don't mm. play the game like that you can just go through the mission and kill everyone and you can still complete the mission yeah you get different cutscenes, and you'll play it differently and the story will change because of the way you play it if you really want to get that experience out of it you've got to play it with the skills to unlock that you have to grind to get and like they almost encourage that in a way it's a very tough game to level up like you're not you don't level up in an hour it's an no. hour and a half two hours and then you might get a level yeah I, i'd I, say I, it's I'm about a, a level an hour that sounds about right about a level an hour it took me about 20 something hours to complete it and i was at level 20 something or 30 something when i finished it so on the main missions i'm level 60 and i'm like 110 120 hours in. Wow. Two hours yeah. and obviously but the more levels the higher level you are the longer it takes to get to the next yeah it's definitely a, a great game and everyone should probably if you have an xbox series x uh play it if you have a computer that can play it, it's definitely worth playing i would if i was if i was someone that only has a play uh, ps5 or whatever um I wouldn't go and buy a Series X just to play it. Like, make that as a you know your, your main purchasing power of buy or decision of buying a, a Series X. But yeah, I would almost recommend buying a Series S to play it. That's how much I'm loving this game. And I, yeah. I messaged Andy like, I'm going to buy a Series <laughs> X just to play this game. 
<laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, though, and this is important, though. It may not be right now the game that makes you buy an Xbox, but when the next game comes out, it is now the other game in that list. So yeah, now when the new definitely. Skyrim comes out, you'll be like, well, I can play Starfield now, and I can play that. Like, So they, what that's yeah. what Xbox really needs, is they need, like, Exclusives. three or four... Like not just one. I'm like, I'm sorry, one. It's, it's too expensive to. It's you know, it ain't like a two hundred dollar console. These are very expensive. I got to buy the controllers, yeah. the memory cards, the online stuff. You're talking like eight, seven, eight hundred dollars to get into it. To play one game, yikes! That's a tough sell for me. Yeah. But if you can, t- if you, if they were like new you gears, Halo, you get new this, Halo, you get new yeah. new Skyrim, Starfield, new Panzer Dragoon. Like you know, give me something i mean they tried a new halo it's got to be those triple a because you don't want to get you're not trying to get gamers that are playing pens Dragoon. you're trying to get gamers that are playing call of duty and grand theft Auto 5 and thiefers and the ones that are spending money on game pass and yeah so those casual games so we were talking prior to starfield coming out that it needed to be like this yeah redfall was awful for xbox you know they couldn't have had another redfall and I'm so glad that they did it. Like, I'd, I'd lost confidence. Starfield seventy six. these companies, and suddenly I'm excited for Elder Scrolls Six. I never <laughs> thought six months ago that I'd be getting excited for Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, oh, but I'm yeah, you kidding me? I'm totally excited for Elder Scrolls Six. But they did warn well, us it's like a long way away. So they did. Didn't they warn us that it was like a 2026 thing? That yeah, yeah, it's, it's a long way away. But yeah, but in the back of my head, I'm like, that experience is coming. And mm-hmm. it's going to be good, if not better, than what I'm having it. I mean, it was good, that, yeah. Um, what they've done in space is pretty amazing. So in that game, um, you, you, you can fast travel between galaxies, between planets. But if you want to go from planet to planet, you can actually fly from one planet to the other planet. It might take five or ten hours, but you can actually get there. It's really cool. Oh, in Starfield? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that. I, I knew you could. I knew you could fly like pretty far distances, but I didn't realize you could probably take five hours to get from yeah one place. I was to watching another. a guy That's stream crazy. it the other day, and he went and made dinner, and the stream was still chatting, so we were all chatting in there. And he was flying towards a planet, and like in the half an hour he went, he not just caught up to the planet, but he passed it. And like he came back, and he's like, "Where am I? We were flying to that planet, and he like couldn't find out where he was because he flew past it." And like, I always really just awesome. thought that they did that as like a. I, I thought that they forced you to do the jumpy sort of thing as a way to like get past loading screens and stuff. But like, I'm guessing it's really is open world, and that whole space is traveling. Like, well, it does, it does it- work in that sense that you'll be in like one galaxy, and then it'll basically like jump and put you in the next one. Ah, oh, okay. So you still there is. You a might actually see the jump if that makes sense. But yeah, yeah it, it does work like that. It's the same with um, the planets. So mm-hmm. I don't know the exact distance, but it'll give you like a ten by ten kilometer spot that you can explore. And yeah, and it'll have an invisible wall. You can't get past it. You can fly your ship and land in the next spot, or you can download a mod that takes away the wall and people have like continuously walked. Apparently, you can like walk around the entire planet with so... mods to take away the. I have a personal question for you, Figzy. Yeah. Have you had a Have you had a romancing game yet? Um, I was trying to, and then I did another quest line, and it made everyone yeah. romantic hate me, and now yeah, 
be in a relationship. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a loner in the game. I've increased my loner skills, but when I hang out by myself, I get more stuff. Yeah. I, I, I finished it without having a romance. I tried and like one of them didn't like me for one reason and then the other one didn't like me for another reason. Like it was hard to please both of them and I couldn't work out like which one I wanted to dick. Well, whatever you, whatever you can do in the game. And um, yeah, I gave up as well. Like it was just, I went with Dude, my I, hand. I remember the first time I played Dragon Age, I spent like so many hours on that, not playing the game. I just tried to be like, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang all the chicks. That's all I did in that game for like weeks. Yeah, you know mine was Fable. Is you could have sex with people in Fable. Yeah, I just Fable it was so was cool. fun. It was so fun to me. I'm like, this is great. I don't know. Maybe I, it's because I like Legend Suit Larry or something. I don't know. Maybe. Ah, Legend Suit Larry. <laughs> oh, God. I first That's played that on PS3, and it was one of the worst games I've ever played. So. Uh, well, the, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tell you they're great. <laughs> they're fun. I'd be interested for Starfield DLC if they ever do plan to do that. So, yeah, hopefully. Uh, I don't think they need DLC because of how big the game is. It's like... yeah. Is it the kingdom doesn't need DLC because it's a, it's already got more than a hundred hours of content. Like, yeah, yeah. The yeah, game true. doesn't need to be bigger than that. It's I mean, true. If, if a game is, game. That's great, but it doesn't need yeah. to be bigger than that to start working on a new game, right? Does Skyrim have DLC? Yeah. Skyrim yeah. Or DLCs. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so that means, you know, the first to release DLC. Yeah, that's why Family there's 65 versions. Podcast. That's why you need the legendary ultimate super exclusion ultimate game of the year VR PS2 PS5 upgradable version that they have. Could, yeah. Not all the other well, versions. <laughs> the thing about Skyrim, if you grab the PS4 version, for example, it comes with all the DLC. So you do get to play. Which version, dude? This is like so just more the, than... the standard PS4 version. Has oh, it just comes with it? Oh, yeah. okay. But as a download, I'm assuming, right? Nothing's on the No, no, it's all included in the game. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the first time I, because I wanted to play that deals like those DLCs back on the PS3, but the first time I played them was on PS4, which is awesome. I believe the trophies still work the way of DLC. That's how I worked out it was. Because one of the main reasons why Skyrim, I guess, was popular on a PC was the modding community with the, like the Nexus DB and the, the Nexus modding website. I'm really interested to see what people will do with. Skyrim, uh, not Skyrim, with um, Starfield, with Starfield over the years, yeah, like all the cool stuff that they might be able to do. So, it already seems like they're pumping stuff out, but like I'm the per type of person that I won't play mods unless they make like a completely new mode, and then we'll play that new mode that's a mod. Like City Skylines, you play mods for that, or yeah, but that that's kind of <clears> different because <throat> that gives you quality of life experiences. That's probably well, a lot of yeah. Dude, so Stardew it's probably life. Got some sick mods if if you want to if you play Stardew with mods, there's a lot of really awesome. Stuff. Oh, I, I've heard actually, but like I've yeah. never played Stardew on PC, so you know that's that's it's a weird experience. So when we play one point six Joe, I'll be playing with mods. <laughs> like I play a lot of Total War, um, but like the only mods I'll use are like um, there's a mod that gives you like Game of Thrones mode, so you. Can play as westeros that was really cool to me there was an original like warhammer mode that started the warhammer total war games but it started as a mod which is really cool. that is cool but then all those games have all got like mods that will be used like 
I call them smaller mods. Like it'll help. It'll change, you know, the bar at the top of the screen, or it'll change this, or it'll mm-hmm. change that. Well, that's yeah. the things I don't usually do in games. So I just keep them as many most of the time. That is cool. Yeah, I think the you ultimate don't... custom game ever is Dota. You guys ever heard how that happened with uh, World of Warcraft? They let them make a mini game, and now it's like this huge, massive industry they have no, no, no part in. <laughs> well, I, I guess you could say there's a heaps of um, things like that. Like Counter Strike is yeah, ultimately no, just Half Life um, mod. Half Life, yeah. Half Life started everything. Yeah, Half Life started Counter Strike, started PUBG. It <laughs> like, did, didn't it? Oh, yeah. it did it? I didn't know you that about PUBG. Really want to go down what Half Life started? Yeah, because I knew Counter Strike, but PUBG is a mod from what was that Battle Royale? Okay, so Armor made a mod. Daisy, Daisy is a mod of Armor, I think. No, what is da- Daisy? Is a mod of another Battle Royale? That this, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, Daisy is a mod of something. Originally a mod of something. I forget what it is. Yeah, me. Although I do own Daisy. H1Z1. H1Z1. Yeah. Uh, H1Z1. That's it. H1Z1. Yeah. So okay. H1Z1 had a mod that was Battle Royale, and that, like, that's right. If it, that was based off a mod from Armor Fr- Armor Three, I believe. Which was based off a mod originally from Half Life, so it's all based off these different mods, and like it created a whole. Because I, cool. I played H One Z One when it first came out, and there was so much hype around it. It was going to be this amazing game that was backed by Sony Online or something like that, and then it just turned it's into so a massive bad. turd. Yeah, yeah it was I think so bad. I played yeah, cool. yeah, I believe that they even sold it off. Um, like Sony sold it off at some stage, but yeah, I'm guessing. They shouldn't have because, like, yeah, PUBG became pretty popular, didn't PUBG it? PUBG really? copied it, Fortnite copied it, and then, yeah. you know, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. But, like, they yeah. all started from mods, which is, like, one random guy just doing his own thing at home. You know, how cool is that? Starts his own genre of game. <laughs> That's where it becomes a, a dangerous um, precedent for game developers and stuff like that to sue people for trying to mod their game because they don't want them to become something that they could have done you know yeah they, they ideas should have done it. like they should be hiring these people yeah and, and and i know they should but like half the time it's just a cease and desist or give us your work that you've already done and we're gonna release it you know look at and rockstar that. they've been releasing products that aren't as good as the modded versions or like bro the they've been releasing versions. Yeah, they've been they've been releasing you know their versions of the game that were cracked versions from you know two thousand and twenty two. Crazy. Banffy said the Hunger Games movie inspired the Battle Royale genre. There was actually a movie in nineteen ninety nine that was called, called Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. That inspired the Hunger Japanese Game. movie. That's a great yeah, movie. Yeah. So if you if you there's three movies you should see from. Old old Jap- old Asian movies. You should see Battle Royale. You should see Old Boy, and you should see The Legend of Ricky O. You should see all three of those movies. If you haven't, you should. And I haven't seen Battle later. Royale. I haven't heard of the other. Dude, you need to watch The Legend of Ricky O. Have you ever seen that, Andy? No, no. Oh never that. my God! If you've never seen this movie, you have to watch it. I'm telling you right now, you will never see anything like it. <laughs> it is a trip, dude. Like a martial arts movie? Yes. 
there is, is martial arts. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you a damn thing about that movie. Just sit down and uh, Andy, don't let your kids watch it. Take it out. Do <laughs> <laughs> that. I'll tell you that. Your wife may uh, like I'm, it much. Easier. I can say it's gonna be gruesome. An old Japanese it movie is be gruesome. Oh my god! Have you ever seen like Dead Alive? See that movie? That's an. Can awesome you bring movie. the trailer up for us, Figsy? At all or no? Can you get the trailer to play or no? Is it appropriate to watch? Yeah. Uh, the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, actually, maybe not. Maybe not. No, there's no not. nudity or anything. It's graphic, though. So, like, I oh. wouldn't, you know, it's it's violence. So, if you have kids watching, I wouldn't want them to. This, this episode is getting demonetized. See, Mario Mario knows what's he's up. getting banned. Ricky O. So, anyway, there's, a, there's, there's few movies in my life that I have watched and literally been like, I am... This disgust. <laughs> like, like, this is one. Human centipede. Oh, human centipede. Bad. Believe it or not, that human centipede two. The sequel no. that three. Really, <laughs> three. Oh my god, it got worse. I didn't watch so much worse. I didn't watch three because two. There was a hundred of them so, in three. <laughs> two was so dis like I oh dude it made it literally made me feel like a dirty person. Nineteen ninety one. Oh dude, this is classic, bro. I mean, I, they're not going to show you any of the good stuff in this uh, in this intro. Maybe they will. I mean, you can just it screams quality right off the bat. So basically, he gets sent to prison, and there's like all these gangs, and like the the, the guy who runs the prison tries to get like all the leaders of the gangs to try to kill this guy. Ah. And uh, it doesn't go the way you think. It doesn't come out for them. I'm telling you, this isn't going to do it any justice. You're not going to see like 1% of the insanity that happens in this movie. <laughs> I just, like I said, you got to watch it, guys. It's life-changing. You won't be the same afterwards. This so do you reckon this is what kicked off the Battle Royale genre for sure? Like something... This? No, this is yeah. Tokyo Yeah, yeah, that's a different movie. Battle Royale okay, is okay. its own movie. Yeah. Ricky O, there's, there's this whole genre of um, movies. It's like called Tokyo Shock. Hang on. Speaking and, of Battle Royale, uh, the game I was going to show today is Battle Royale. Hey! <laughs> That's you guys know about this game? Yes. No. That's, you said that's like oh, that's right. the most rarest it's, it's an, PSP game in the world. It's an Age of Empires like clone, top isn't it? Two or top three rarest PSP games. Um, I've got gameplay on my YouTube channel. If you want to check out a video, I've put up a gameplay video of Battle Royale. I have a question. If that's like an Indian exclusive game, why does it have a Peggy logo? Because India's Peggy. India's Peggy. Ah. Okay, I didn't know they used the Peggy thing. I thought that it would have had their own. That's cool. It's sort of like a, um, a seal too, right? Yeah. yeah. This is a seal copy. Oh my god, how much is that worth? Good god. Good question. I got offered thousand pounds for it, and I said no. <laughs> so are you going to keep it, Figs? Because you don't yeah, collect yeah, PSP I, stuff. I, I, it, it means something to me, so I'm keeping it. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't buy. It. I. I I got given to me, and then I paid to get a sealed copy off a good friend. So I don't really want to sell it. 
has meaning to me. Yeah, plenty yeah. of games that I'd much rather sell than sell that. You know? Yeah, and you never I can know. Play that on the podcast, talk about it. <laughs> you might get into PSP collecting someday. No, he already has. He sold it. I already stuff. have, and I sold my collection. I had yeah. two hundred PSP. Really? Japanese mm. exclusive games, JRPGs, but my PSP collection used to live behind my PS2 collection and collected dust. Yeah, I have. You can't, dis- of, if I you can't display it. Yeah, I that's a fair assumption. That's, that's like when I collected thing. for it, I didn't love it. So why would I um, love it if I rebought it all? Well, you know, you, hey, Figzy. you get a you get a storage unit, Figzy. You can start putting it in there. Figzy, I've, I've got a question for you. Um, yeah. You know that you know that street cricket game that's for the PlayStation Two. That's another Indian exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Did you it's notice with any cricket. of them? <laughs> that's a funny. Joke. Did you notice with any of them? Like, did you all the ones that you've had? Have they been sealed? Uh, some of them were. Yeah, because yeah, I saw someone the other day not complaining but saying that a lot of them had a really bad finish on the disc and they're all bubbling and like like oh luke luke was saying that yeah and that's very common with indian games that um, wow okay if i've got any of them yeah it looked like a platinum type disc that had bubbling and stuff oh, like bubbling swells it comes down to like the quality standards in India are a lot lower, so like they don't need the disc to look like we need a brand new disc to look just exactly. It. It if works, it works, it send it. That's basically it. So you'll open brand new games and they'll look like it's already been through a disc cleaner, and that's just a new Indian game. Yeah, it's also not below the seals. Don't have to. Okay, I've got a sealed Indian game. And it's an upside down seal and i've showed it to sealed collectors and they all say it's legit yeah because they're, they're not really very big console collectors are they like india is a market i don't think it's a very big console place i think no, everyone no, has it's, a pc it's it's expensive and it's yeah one of the things where like um the practical appeal of like it just working and playing means so much more to like collectors you know, where in Australia, Correct. like loose discs are a thing where that's not a thing in Japan. In India, that's just normality. You know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. If they can play a burnt copy of a game or a complete inbox. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Yeah. Brazil, yeah, makes sense. Same, you know, and I'm sure like Iran would be the same. People can play games in these countries where you know the cost of a new game might be two weeks salary then yeah yeah they don't give a shit it just is like if it's got bubbles in the disc who cares it's the game you want the game and you can get the game yeah that makes sense doesn't mean that they're fake or anything like that but that's just how they come i also noticed like games from india that they're really dirty too Mm. even even sealed like the seals will be really dirty I'll be cleaning dirt off the seals. That's just how games are over there. How they smell. Yeah, it makes sense. You guys got any smell the same, Figzy? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure they do when you open them up. <laughs> He's like, I rarely open sealed games. So I can't, no, I'm really. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can just like smell the country. Yeah. Oh, this one's from India. Well, you always <laughs> say you smell new games. I'm curious. If, are there fragrances from around the world? You'd be like, this is Region 3 stench. Yeah. <laughs> Which manufacturing plant it was from? Yep, you're like, mm, this game is from India because I can smell turmeric and thyme and sulfur. Like, this was know. this was uh, inspected by Operator 37. He ate peanut. Yeah. 
Yep, this is from the UAE because it smells, smells like falafel. I don't know. Well, it's just from COVID. I can smell the sand sanitizer. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I got a couple pickups, nothing fancy. Yeah, show us your pickups, bro. Oh. So I, um, I already owned this game on the PS5, and my copy was kind of like uh, damaged when it showed up. So I figured uh, I would just pick up a PS4 copy and keep it in my collection. And I might just sell my PS5 copy, but I ended up getting uh, I re repurchased the Erudian Chronicle Rising RPG. It's kind of like hmm. um, Sukinen expired, like the same team that made that. And they have a another game coming out soon in the series. And I'm getting hyped up for these. I'm going to play them uh, probably around the same time I play whatever this is. You say it's from 505 Games? It's from 505. And then uh, yeah. Red Ark published it cool i seen a placeholder title for silicone in one or two at dv games on ps4 the other day no nah, dude I'm ps4 hmm. i can't wait i'm oh also oh I'm, god i want you i dreamed about you oh, i'm really <laughs> pumped for this the, the new star ocean remake too that looks really good and i'm really pumped for the new dragon warrior 3 remake i can't wait for that to come out I, that's one of my favorite rpgs of all time is dragon warrior 3 so i'm over here like i have the ps1 <laughs> hey, sure. Hey, yeah, that's, that's maybe. That rubber in those versions. I'm sorry. Um, that's so fair, that's fair. I already put my other version away, but I, I upgraded my Japanese copy of this game. This is the Japanese copy of Deedlit and Wonder Labyrinth. I um, I purchased the ESRB copy, so I just put that on the shelf. And this what? is the one. Question: Why did you want the Japanese version? Like, what was the what it was came the better? Ah, this, right, was, right. this was all that was available. Is there and English it, subs on it, Bart? Yeah, it plays in English. Oh, cool. Um, and it came with like really dope pre-order bonuses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, came with a start book. Hey. Came That's with cool. The soundtrack. Oh yeah! Wow, you don't see that very often. No. 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 Not at all. Um, that's why I pre-ordered it, and uh, I I love Record of Lotus War. Like I used to watch this anime when I was a kid, so mm -hmm. I was kind of and I love Castlevania. So to yeah. me, it's like it's you might as well make it's it an evil. It, you may make an Evil Dead Castlevania game. I'll be, I have ten copies. I literally own. Yeah. I own right now. I own the Japanese copy. I own the American copy. I own the Switch copy. I own the PS5 copy of this game. I have like four or five copies of this game right now. You hear that, developers? If you want to get Joe, just like release Binding of Isaac with Castlevania DLC yeah. and Joe yeah. and Vital. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes so I, I just my money. Like, I I love uh, the Azure Gunvolt Striker series. I really like that series. And then I'm also really into rhythm games. And so, like, they mm. just came out with an Azure Gunvolt Striker rhythm game. And I'm like, well, I have to buy it. I have no choice. You've combined things that yeah, I like. Yeah, you have no have choice no at all. No choice. Yeah, yeah. The, your hands I are tied. I, exactly. Like, you know, what Even am I supposed to do? like it, you have to own it. I literally do because I have a collection of rhythm games. I have an Azure. See, what really messes with me is when this happens, like, do I put him? I need two copies because I have my rhythm game section, and then I have my. <laughs> that's a couple of things. So I need to have one in each place mentally. Okay. Yeah. Look how sick I am, guys. I'm not even joking. I've done that. I have VR games that I bought. I, like, I got four, so I could keep one in my VR collection. So that's complete, and then I have one mm -hmm. with my RPGs too, because then. I have a so like the the new Trails game that came out. I told you this already. It's got a VR mode and it's an RPG. And I have a Trails RPG collection and I have a VR. Wait, collection. Trails the motorbike game? No, uh, yeah, Trails is 
Oh, I thought you meant like an RPG motorbike game. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking that about? Really cool. <laughs> that sounds really cool. Yes, that has a German accent. Um, anyway, and then the last game I got uh, is this one here. It's called Unsold. And it's like a, I don't know if you can see it very well. Probably not, but it's like Shovelware? No, well, you might think so. It's like a 2D action game, like a top-down action nah, game. Nah, that seems like cool. Super hard, though, like kind of like Dark Souls-y, which is why it's called Unsold, I believe. They're trying to like let you know, hey, this is like one of those things. So, um, like you said earlier about Starfield Figsy, like some games, when they're just too easy, even though I enjoy them, that's not what I'm looking for. Like, I am like a sadist or masochist. I'm a masochist. Yeah. I like literally, I'm like, oh, my God. You're saying this game is torture and it's impossible? Hell yeah, give me that game. Like, I love games like this because there is nothing more satisfying than when you beat stuff like that. Like it's uh, you have so to be mentally good, challenged dude. playing games sometimes. Like um, I play yeah. games and I have to play on a difficulty level where I don't win every game. Because mm. if yeah, I play but... on a difficulty level where I win every game, I don't have fun. Nah. I have more fun if I lose half the games in the season and like make the final and even get knocked out but you know i, I can't believe i made it that far and yeah that, that's rewarding to me it's not rewarding mm. turning it on easy and winning by 100 goals yeah it's that's to me it's it's not fun like i like the challenge and uh that's why i like um that's why i love shmups that's why i love horror games i like games that are like i like games that literally they're just they they are like no you should lose you should die. We're gonna kill you. Like you know what and I mean. The ceiling to getting good is like but, yeah. a thousand hours, and you're not even close. Like a thousand so, games. Is there a difference between a game being hard when it comes to like combat and like killing something, versus like a game that's hard to just work out what to do, where you sit there for like half an hour working out something mm-hmm. where you're like, this should be simple. Oh, I'm you know, what, what do you mean? What What are your thoughts on that? Well, I could relate it to like playing Dark Souls or playing GeoGuessr. I have a completely different experience where well, they're both hard and both challenging, but my heart rate playing Dark Souls would probably go way up in a boss mm. fight. And, yeah. But playing GeoGuessr, I might be stuck on something for half an hour, but my heart rate's not going to go up. No, you're just chilling. Yeah, yeah. It's just chilling. But mentally, you're just as strained and it's just as hard. Mm. Okay, I get you. Yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, it's a good answer. Mm. So. I prefer skill-based games that require action more than, like, puzzles. Like, puzzle games um, are fun, but I do find them frustrating when I can't figure them out. And that is one thing also. Like, I play a lot of Castlevania or Metroidvania games. There is always a point in every one of those games where I'm stuck and I don't know where to go. And I don't enjoy that when I'm just, like, running around the level... Going yeah. There, trying to open that door, trying to get in the old, old, you know what I mean? Just like an hour, just yeah, like wandering around the game, just not knowing what to do. That and that's when you say fuck it, yeah, flipping crazy. So, one of the things I do like about new games is I love games that will give you like a freaking little arrow, just be like, go that way, asshole. I'm like, thank you. Oh, I needed to know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't you. need to Google it anymore. I just like, give me one little hint. Yeah, like I'm playing, I'm playing through Dead Space right now. And you can, you know, do a little thing and it tells you where to go. And I couldn't even imagine trying to play that game without that because wandering around that spaceship. You have your phone up with a walkthrough just, video just watching what they're doing. Like, yeah, you'd be fucked. Yeah. It's a maze and it all looks the same. And it's just, I'd get lost. And, yeah. like, you know, 
you know, I'd I like have... to argue that that's what the Soul series does best is mm-hmm. those games don't hold your hand and they force you to go each way and mm-hmm. experience. Oh, what if I go this way or what if I go that way? I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And like I, that's what mm-hmm. I love about those games. This I is the mood that you're into. I love I'm it like... until I can't figure it out. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. I love all of it. You're not wrong. But I just always at one point get stuck, and I'm stubborn, and I don't like to look stuff up. I don't, I don't like going on guides and looking up stuff. And also, the chances of finding the moment in that you're looking for in the guide is sometimes you got to watch like an hour to find out what you're, where you are, and what you're. Or if Nick, like like you said on those games, I do stuff out of order all the time, and I'm like not in the right place at the right time. And sometimes you'll be, they'll be like, "Well, this is what you do. You just go out and you take out this thing and you whack him in the head." And I'm like, "I don't have that thing." But, um, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't have this weapon. It makes it so easy. I'm trying to beat him with the spoon. How do I beat him with the spoon? You know, like. Uh... Do, you, do you also <laughs> like games where they're very, very story driven and they're pulling you in story wise, but they're not very challenging? Like, you know, games like Road seven uh road 96 whatever it is where you know you don't even have to think playing that game but the story and stuff so great and the the different choices have different outcomes to the thing games like that they're Mm -hmm. they're still very um great to play even though they're not challenging yeah Yeah. i've only really loved one of those games i struggle to get into games that are story driven like ah yeah telltale games i've played a couple and i've I've never finished a Telltale game, even though I say I enjoyed them. So does that say it all? Mm-hmm. Like I, I yeah. last week, I, said I enjoyed the Back to the Future Telltale game. I didn't finish it. Mm. <laughs> I so enjoyed it, the Batman game. I didn't finish it. It's it's got to be what I'm in the mood for. Like yeah. I yeah, like it's the same thing. Like you know, my my go to games are short games. Like I prefer games that are shorter, like ten to twenty hours. But it doesn't mm. mean every once in a while I don't want to play a hundred hour RPG and sink my teeth into something crazy yeah so, you know when i say what i like and what i don't like i pretty much play everything um the only genre i don't play is visual novels and that's not really that i don't like them i just don't know anything about them and yeah i have like i just have such a, you, i can't you can't play everything i like it's impossible well, you don't have to think no, at all not. is is pretty bad like when you're just reading a book it's not really a game anymore yeah, that's exactly. I like even story games like Road ninety six or, or those games. Like there is some gameplay per se where you have mm. to make choices and talk to people and make decisions that have like outcomes and stuff. Which is the video yeah. novels do that too. I'm assuming, but I don't know. Um, I just, almost uh, prefer games that um. This is gonna sound cliche, but like when they speak and they have dialogue and you don't have to read the cutscenes. Like sure. I just what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean by um, that, Figzy? So, like, back in old RPGs, like, they wouldn't speak the dialogue. You'd have to read all to the To read options. everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Pokemon games still do that. Well, a ja- yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a Japanese... It's not a... Yeah, it's not really a bad thing to say. It's, but a lot of Japanese games are like that, aren't they, really? They're a lot, yeah, they're a lot I'm, just I'm dialogue used to, to read. It, but yeah. now that we have games that don't do it, I prefer the option of just hearing things. and Like, um... Okay, so in Star, like I'm just gonna keep relating to the game I'm playing. But in Starfield, for example, like I'm enjoying just the different dialogues, and in that game, there's so many accents. And I'm loving yeah. all the different accents in that game. And like there would be so many different voice actors involved, and like I really like I love obviously geography and stuff. So I'm loving yeah. hearing all these different accents of different people relating into things. So in my head, that's painting 
a different story. Oh, you've got a South African accent? Like, that means people from South Africa migrated to this planet because everyone's mm. talking like this. Yeah, I, really saw an, I heard an Aussie guy on one of the planets There's talking. Yeah. Planet. I was There's like, what? Planet. Everyone speaks Australian. And I'm yeah, like, oh, it's this cool. is like the Aussie part of Starfield. Space. Like, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't say that. I heard, I heard that planet head. started off as a prison colony. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's where they sent. That's where they sent all the Australians. It's not where they migrated to. Come on. (laughs) Sorry. I also like the main protagonist to have a voice too. I don't like games where you don't have a voice because it takes away from the character aspect of them. Yeah, like do you want to hear what? It takes away from the evilness of them if you don't actually hear what they're. I'm gonna kill you. You know. Yeah. Well, another popular trope these days is they'll have like the game where they don't use voices. They'll just go. Oh yeah, Bumble- yeah, like a uh, uh, fucking um, uh, what's it called? Like, Animal like, Island, not Animal Island, buddy. Um, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like, oh Yeah, you know, is, do you reckon they do that with The Sims because they were just too lazy to put dialogue in there? And that's what they mm-hmm. made it. Oh, they well, speak similarly. Their own language. It's similar. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess I, so. I, I with The Sims. I mean, you couldn't. You don't want them actually swearing, and you don't want them actually like saying no. sexy talk, and you know, you no. would creating. You, you have to have them say silly things in that game, just for the activities <laughs> involved. And yeah. So, I do cover and, oh, God. Yeah, blah, blah 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 blah. But uh, those games are great to play. But oh my God, if you're in a room with someone playing them, you know, you hear this. You're like, ah, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And it's people that don't even play games that know what you're playing because they just know the stupid noises that that, you know, that that game makes. That's why a game like Grand Theft Auto is so good because you could be, say, you're a parent in the other room and your kids are playing it. Most of the time they're driving around listening to the radio and it's playing good songs. Or police sirens and someone getting shot. Like, Well, you know, that's true. Yeah. But, like, my memories of someone playing Grand Theft Auto in the background is... Billy Jean. Yeah. Dun, 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 you know, like, dun, 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 to the yayo, bum, bum, bum. Or the country music station on San Andres. Like, oh, my exes live in Texas. You're going to get copyright strike for that because it was so close to the. Oh, my exes live six feet under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the radio presenter's voice yeah, yeah, in that game. Like, hey, that's how iconic yeah. it is. Yeah, or like Laszlo, Laszlo, you know, Glory Ho Theme Park. Oh my god, the good old days. Even the remake didn't have that though. Like that, you know. No, I that's the... buy that for the radio, and they took that out. Heaps of like, shit oh, out of them. Oh, we, we couldn't afford to license the, the songs. Bullshit. Oh, we've also rockstar. made a trillion dollars this year. Yeah, <laughs> off shark cards and shit. You know, we can't afford it. Fuck off. Um, by the way, guys, we have the biggest selling IP of all time, not just yeah. video games, like media. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we sure. can't, we can't afford, you know, Billy, to put Billy Jean in there. It's Billy Jean. Billy Jean's not in there. Or there's something like there's one major song that's not in there that yeah, pisses people Jean, off. Yeah, wow. Well, like I them. could imagine it does probably cost a lot of money to license Michael Jackson's music, but uh, yeah. even the old, but... I'm sure Rockstar can afford it. I'm sure yeah. it would be insignificant for Rockstar. Well, what they need to start doing, well, what, you know, they shouldn't have license this crap for i for this it should have been in perpetuity or whatever they should have just been like listen like we own this you know if we want to release grand theft auto 3 every year for the rest of time we can put your damn songs in it but the way i see it 
the way I see it, Joe, is it's like if Microsoft took you out for lunch and like you're looking at the window of stuff you can get and there's like a $4 sandwich in there and a $10 sandwich and you ask for the, you know, $10 sandwich and Rockstar says, or Microsoft, whatever, say, oh, no, we can't afford that. Like that's, it's, that's how much money they have. They can afford to yeah. put one song in there. It's. Oh, I agree with you. It yeah. is, oh. but it would, it would probably be like the game costs this much or if we include the music, it's going to cost a hundred times more. So. Yeah. We can't justify this to, you know, our shareholders that we're trying to convince to remake the game. That's why the game's crap. Because why, yeah. How much more expensive is that song now than it was back then? Like, it was... I mean, Michael Jackson was so popular. There's IPs like um, Def Jam that we'll never see a Jeff Jam game again because you couldn't make a game today paying these people what they deserve. What they were paid back then. Yeah. You're not going to see... A, a Guitar Hero compilation coming out anytime soon with all yeah, the old yeah, tracks. Exactly. We may see like yeah. one band that might be a thing. Yeah, you know, but uh, even that idea, I mean, it would be it wouldn't be physical. It would be download DLC. <laughs> yeah, that, isn't that what ultimately like killed Rock Band? It's like it wasn't self-sustaining. They just couldn't afford to pay for all the possibly and the fees and everything. And I'm pretty sure it's just unsustainable where your product, you have to pay other people all the time for your product. It just doesn't. Business idea, a rock star, sorry, a rock band CD that you put into the console that just opens up Spotify and plays Spotify songs and you don't pay for the license because it steals it from Spotify. Okay. We don't know. Yeah. If Spotify made their own like a rock band game. (laughs) And you have to have a, you have to have a Spotify subscription to play it and you can't stream it. Yeah, then they can't complain because it's all paid for. So uh, maybe don't you don't copy our ideas. <laughs> I think yeah, guys, we might done. call that a night. Yeah. This has been fun. Andy, yeah, thanks good. so much for coming back on. No dramas, guys. Anytime. And Mario, congrats again. And um, guys, we will see you next week. Wait, wait, one more, one more thing. That quiz was rigged. Nah, <laughs> Chrono Trigger is mine. Advertised. My streak is alive. I'm still undefeated. Just pointing that out. All right, that's all. You're still undefeated. Yeah, draw that's doesn't all, count a lot. I'm still undefeated. That's all that matters, right? I got the belt, right? I still got the belt. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you win by a mile or you win by a meter. It's still winning, so. Boxing match ends <laughs> in a tie. A, a tie. The, um, whoever's got the belt keeps his belt. I like that's it. That's true. We need to come up with the belt. That would be great. Although, well, that'll be for the... Mailing it back and forth to Australia. <laughs> All the shiny stuff can just be we uh, sports discs or something like that on the on the front of it. <laughs> I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a, a quiz championship belt, and it's just gonna have game discs and shit on the front of it. Platinum PS2 discs. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Like the, the most scratched ones you can find. <laughs> yeah, ones I buy from you. No. You oh, okay. Okay, bye, 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 bye. All right, see you guys later. (laughs) See you guys.
Mexico.